Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. This is a podcast where I give advice to people that never asked me for it. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, comedian here in, let's face it, rainy Los Angeles, California. It's raining all the time right now. And I am joined by my guest, Dana Bomar. Hi, Dana. Hi. How are you? I'm great. I'm feeling extra great because I'm sipping a strawberry lemonade that you made. Yes. Yes. With vodka in it. Oh, yes. Yeah, I you might want to mention, mention that. <laughs> I, we're not just hanging out at night drinking a couple <laughs> strawberry lemonades. We're alcoholics, like adults. Exactly. Um, yeah, we're just celebrating another great week of parenting in the books. Mm-hmm. And uh, our daughter's birthday is coming up. Yes. So we're going to have some drinks at her birthday party. We're going to have one thing filled with regular strawberry lemonade and another one filled with strawberry lemonade and vodka. Yes. So we're testing our first batch. And I really like it. I think it was a rousing success. It was it's very good. Uh, a lot of uh, it, it felt like a lot of vodka, but you can't really taste it. No, you can't. <laughs> Which is a problem. Yes, that is a problem. I actually don't usually drink drinks where you can't taste the alcohol those are not my favorite um but this is quite good it reminds me a bit of jungle juice from high school do you remember that vaguely yeah it was just this concept of a ton of different liquors mixed together with something very fruity yeah and nobody could really taste the alcohol in it and people got fucked up on jungle juice yeah i wonder what we call the jungle juice don't know but uh, probably well it had like tropical uh punch usually usually so maybe that was it like the tropical aspect maybe it's just like a long island iced tea with fruit punch yeah basically (laughs) yeah um you ready to dispense some advice whoa which by the way the most drunk i think one of the most drunk i've ever been is a night that there was long island iced tea specials at some bar in hollywood that you and i went to there were those were not specials i remember this this was after one of my improv 101 classes i took when i first was coming out here to la uh our improv 101 class we really bonded (laughs) everybody was friends and they were hanging out we were hanging out after every class we were going out and one night i don't even think it was after our last class we went out and the first place we went to, we ordered Long Island iced teas. Oh, I thought for whatever reason it was a special because everybody was drinking them. I didn't know it was just someone decided we're going to drink Long Islands for the night. Yeah, someone decided. I, honestly, it might have been me. I'm not sure. But I that do remember. Never, I've, I don't think I ever have ordered a Long Island iced tea before that night. No, you know, you just hear some, something gets in your brain and all of a sudden that's what you do. I remember... I remember we went to this one bar and I ordered two Long Island iced teas and it was, I want to say either $36 or $38. And I remember thinking, holy shit, I am in LA now. (laughs) This is not a Las Vegas price. Oh my God. And I mean, I don't know how many we had. But it was too many. Yeah, everybody was really messed up. So, so, so drunk. Yes. Too drunk. So drunk that I don't think I've ever ordered in a long. And I don't. I can't even speak. I never yeah. ordered another 
Long Island iced tea ever again. Whew, I did it. You got through it. Congratulations. That's a hard sentence. I never ordered another Long Island iced tea ever again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not great with all my words, and I think I nailed it. So You did nail it. Uh, you want to get into our advice? Yes. Okay. This one looked weird, uh, mm-hmm. and I scanned it, and it seems weird. Okay. All right. Our topic. My, this is a 19-year-old, parents, are in their 50s, are screaming maniacally at me for not helping with the dogs I never wanted, now threatening that they will throw me out. Their reason is that they gave me a gift and some money that I was told to be unconditional, only to say there were conditions afterwards. Does it have anything to do with the dogs? Or it's that they got something and now they want... They just want them to take care of the dogs to feel like they care about the other gifts they got? Yeah, I'm not really sure. It, you know, this is feels a little quid pro quo, and I don't want to get political, okay? But that's what it feels like. I don't know what that means. Well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's what the president could possibly be impeached over, uh-huh. is quid pro quo. Uh-huh. Would I don't you, know what would, that means. Well, it means it's... <laughs> I'm not the best person to explain this either, but it's basically that you are getting something uh, in return for what you're doing for someone else. So for me to do this for you, I expect that you will do this. You have to do this. I see. So that's a thing. Okay. It sounds like there's some quid pro quo here. I see. That's what I'm saying. The parents gave some gifts and what is it? Gifts I, I think and the money? quid is... The quid's what you're going to give me. The pro is it's going to happen. And the quo is what I'm going to do. And the parents are expecting this kid to take care of the dogs. They're expecting quo. Dog quo. Dog quo. Okay. I'm a 19-year-old student living at home with my mom and my stepdad. It all started when I was around seven years old. My mom got three dogs, and that immediately meant I had to take care of them a lot with my stepdad. My mom has a disease called Morbus Crohn's, and for her, it just means that she gets really tired pretty quick and needs to rest up. Anyhow, time passes by, and I was 12 when my sister moved out. She helped with the dogs along us. At this point, there were eight dogs. Whoa! Woof! I did a lot of stuff with the dogs. I had to walk them for at least one hour every single day. At one point, I had to take two one-hour trips of three dogs per trip every day. That's a lot. Yeah, it does seem like a lot. I lost a lot of time to the dogs, and after a good while, when I was around 15, I started saying I don't want to help out with the other... Oh, sorry. I don't want to help out with the dogs anymore. I helped around the house like any other boy my age. I did my homework and all that, but I never asked for any dogs, and there was so much to do with the dogs, and it gave me a lot less free time because anytime anyone asked me to do anything social, I had to answer that I needed to go home and walk the dogs, pick up poop, it takes a lot of time when there are eight dogs, before I could go out. After some years, we agreed that I would be free from the dogs and rather get more chores. Oof. I mean, I... I... At first, just listening to the story, just a teenager being like, I don't want to help with the dogs. I was like, just help with the dogs. But now listening to the exact circumstances of this, this does feel like a lot of responsibility. And I do think a dog is a lot of responsibility having our dog, I think, completely prepared us for having a baby. Obviously, a baby is more than that. 
or but less. A, <laughs> but there is a lot to being taking care of a dog. And this kid is just trying to be a teenager, but he has to come back and be responsible for all of these animals. It does feel a little much. Yeah. It feels like this is a lot to put on, um, a lot of responsibility to put on a teenager who is just trying to like figure out his life. Yeah, I agree. It's something we have talked about, I think on this podcast before, but um, when you're young, very young especially, that's when you should be afforded the most opportunity to be selfish because things are going to start to enter your life that are responsibilities. And I'm not saying you have a family pet and you never do anything. I'm not saying that. But taking care of eight dogs, that is a lot. Yeah. I mean, look, it's already a little ridiculous. I love dogs, but one dog is work. You know, and now you've got this mom who unfortunately has Morbus Crohn's. I mean, I don't know anything about Morbus Crohn's, but it sounds like she is not able to help take care of these dogs. Eight, eight dogs? That's crazy. It's a lot of dogs. Yeah, it's a lot of dogs. Are you allowed to have eight dogs? (laughs) I don't know. No, I'm being serious. There are some places where that, no, definitely not. But I don't know where he lives, you know? Uh, also, some people, they don't play by the rules when it comes to how many dogs they can have. I mean, I know that. But, like, in L.A., you can't have eight dogs, no. can you? I doubt it. There, there's there got to be something with, you have to have a certain amount of land or something like that. There, uh, yeah, there's no way. Hmm. Well, I definitely think that... Also, I love dogs, but uh, even, even if you could, do you really, are you able to love all eight dogs? Dog, I don't know. It just yeah, feels stupid. I think you but... probably could love eight dogs. No, but... But I don't think it's fair to put eight dogs' uh, daily routines in the hands of your teenager. That yeah. feels wrong. And really, they should just hire somebody to help with this. Well, um, I don't think that's an option. No? No. Does this sound like an extremely wealthy family? Could be. It doesn't sound like it. Maybe they're just trying to teach him responsibility or something, but it's like a lot. I don't know. This doesn't sound like... I don't know. I guess there's a reality where this family's very wealthy and they just keep acquiring money and dogs. And they just want this kid to learn how to take care of something. But this doesn't sound like it at all. No. I'll continue. I'm now 19. I'm finishing studying this year, then moving out to another city. My parents are the ones who said I could live here. I started working while I lived here, paid them rent. Now I don't work anymore, mainly to focus on the last two semesters to get a good enough grades to continue my career education. They were still saying that it was fine. It was never a part of the agreement anyhow. What? That he stopped paying rent. Oh, okay. But anytime we had any kind of small argument, they would threaten to throw me out and scream at me. We had an agreement that for me to live here, I had to do a lot of chores two days a week. Like, for example, clean a big part of the house, etc. That was completely fine for me, and I didn't disagree at all. Fast forward to today. My stepdad gave a really nice Christmas present earlier in the week. I got an iPhone 7 and some money on Black Friday as we found a great deal. So, okay. They're not rich. Mm Mm-hmm. 
was an older phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're on 11 already. Yeah, we're on 11. So okay. it's cool that he got a phone, but that's not a brand new phone. Also, they shot Black Friday, notoriously not a rich man's holiday. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, I mean, some rich men, it's a rich man's holiday, but that's the owner. Mm-hmm. They're not doing the shopping, they're doing the selling. It's true. They're the other ones who own Circuit City. Borders Books. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sears. They're really thriving. Okay. Now, the reason I wrote this post is because today I came home to catch on some work I've been unable to do, as my teachers are sending grades in for the semester. I don't have all that much time to finish it all. We live on a farm. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. I just feel like, I don't know why I feel like everything changed. Well, it yeah. makes so much more sense that they have all these fucking dogs. Yeah. I, I'm also glad they live on a farm because I'm just picture. I mean, I didn't think they were living in L.A., but I'm just picturing a normal house with eight dogs running around. It just seemed insane to me. But OK, farm farm. Wait, why do you got to walk the dogs? Let them run around on the farm. I don't know what kind of farm it is. OK, uh, I live on a farm. There are 11 dogs now. Oh, my God. We're picking up their poop. It takes a lot of time. Like, a lot. Really big garden. Lots of dogs. Usually cleaning and doing chores takes about one to two hours. Today, I was planning on doing chores, then doing the work I need to do to get a great... By the way, I don't know why, but this whole time I was thinking, this sounds like how people treat their kids when they live on a farm. Because when you live on a farm, you have all these responsibilities that other kids don't have at all you know Mm -hmm. it's a totally different life you're up at a different time on the weekends you're out taking care of animals you're helping clean out fucking chicken coops and all this shit you've got all this stuff to do and before i don't know a good year but before recent times people would have children so that they could work on their farms and work around the house and stuff like that and people who live on farms i think still are kind of part of that whole thing. I that makes total sense to me, but their kid is going to college, so could be farm college. Ooh. So they're like, why are you going to college for farming when you have all this experience that you can just be gaining right here in the farm? Like mm-hmm. stop reading it in a book and just go out and do it. These are great parents. They are good parents. <laughs> but yeah, you, he's heading off to college. And I have a good feeling that he's not excited about starting his own farm one day and having 10 dogs. Maybe he is. <laughs> well, I mean, I I'll entertain the idea. I mean, why is he going to farm college? Oh, that's uh, in that scenario. I guess you're right. <laughs> um, also, I I feel bad for this person because, boy, it would be so much easier if he just live somewhere else or paid them rent and just got rid of all of this stuff you know all this weird they have the power to tell him everything he needs to do because there's not a money exchange involved there's not you know what I mean like he's Mm -hmm. living in their house on their farm I don't know. I just feel bad. But obviously, like you said, he quit his job so that he could really focus on school. But now he's not really focusing on school. He's just running a dog doggy daycare every day. Yeah. So what's better? 
you know, like probably just having the job and paying rent and not doing any of this weird stuff for the family probably would take him less time. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, uh, yeah, we're not too far from the end, so I'll talk about it in a minute as well. But I think I'm very much on the same page as you. This is, this feels like a situation where the easiest solution to all of this is to simply move out. Yes. You have to do it. You're 19. Your life will be difficult. You're going to have to work and go to school. That's not ideal. But all of this stuff, oh, all of this stuff that is around your family life, uh, it's always this weird gray area. Do do I have to do this? Now, and now you live on a farm, so you got all this other shit. You need to go out and be on your own and be responsible for yourself and what's important to you and not what's going on with your family farm. Yes, I agree. And if that's not possible to move out, then I would, my first thought is to just go back to the rent exchange get a job it's gonna be harder and then you're no you think that's not gonna no it's not gonna work because you still got the family thing you still live on a farm they're still gonna ask you to do something your mother still has morbus crohn's um i'm not gonna lie i like saying it i i don't know what it is i don't know a lot about it i know a little bit about crohn's disease but uh, boy i like saying morbus crohn's okay (laughs) Uh, let's say, let's say, (laughs) (laughs) let's say, let's say really big garden, lots of dogs cleaning up and the chores takes one to two hours. Today I was planning on doing chores, then doing the work I needed to do to get a grade. If I'm going to be able to do that, I have to really put it into high gear this whole weekend. I came home and I was told to pick up poop. Now I haven't done this in a really long time because I basically used my whole childhood constantly helping with running a kennel. I said I couldn't and that I would just do the chores. They argued and said that I really can't do anything with the dogs. Said that I really can't do anything with the dogs. Like maybe they can't? I think that's what what he meant to say, I think. They absolutely snapped and got really crazy, yelling extremely loud. I went upstairs. By the way, I don't know exactly what happened here. I'll just say I don't know if they were yelling extremely loud, but I know as a teenager you kind of hate your parents. Yeah. And I think things escalate pretty quickly. I'm not trying to necessarily put that on the kid in this story, but I just don't know if they were yelling extremely loud. I guess I'll have to take it that they were. Maybe they were, but we don't really know the... We don't know anything... (sighs) People don't just start yelling extremely loud for no reason unless they're crazy. Yeah, and I don't think they're crazy. I'm, obviously, there's a piece of this story, I feel like that, in every story that we're not getting the full picture on because we always just hear this perspective where it's like, I'm just working so hard and studying so hard and I've always worked so hard in the dog kennels and these parents are like, you're staying in my house and you're ungrateful and we've yes. done all these things for you and you can't do this yeah. one thing. You actually thing. don't help out as much as you think yes. you do. Yes. We ask you to do something that takes an hour and you yes. do it once a week. You know, yes. I, I think. So I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of that. And then he keeps saying it's like hours and hours of chores, but I don't know if it is or not. It could legitimately be. And it also could be very just some very minimal things that the parents are like just do this so you don't it doesn't feel like you're just using us and you are just 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I totally, yeah, I get it. For the sake of this, I'm just going to believe what he says. Yes. But I I agree. Because he's I, a teenager. I was not super nice as a teenager. No, you were but, you were horrible. Okay. <laughs> but I also didn't live at my parents' house at 19. Right. I went upstairs because it was exhausting, and I rather wrote to my mom that I could help, and I rather wrote to my mom that I could help the dogs just not pick up poop. I told her why, as I didn't really get to at first. At that point, it didn't matter to them. They were furious, shutting the doors again in our halls, as I heard from upstairs, as if they wanted the house to fall down. Okay, so they're slamming doors and shit. Mm -hmm. Then suddenly, my mom smashes the door open, screaming that I have to move out as soon as possible. Hey, this is a blessing. She started calling me absolutely horrific names and calling me spoiled saying that I obviously had to help with the dogs when I got that Christmas present. I would have never accepted the gift if I knew that. But it wasn't even about that. I just really need to finish my work so I get a grade. But it didn't matter to them. They didn't want to listen. I really don't know what to do or if I was unreasonable. Who's in the wrong here? Was I being unreasonable? What should I do? Honestly, I don't think it matters who's right, who's wrong, what happened, what the scenario was yeah like, what like what who's in the right and wrong were you being unreasonable we don't know any of the details the screaming or slamming doors or whatever the end result is he needs to move out yes whether he's being forced to move out or he's doing it on by his own choice that just needs to happen it needs to happen even if their relationship is good right you yes. need to get out and you need to figure out what your life is away from your parents especially you know you're young you have to go out and start to make a life for yourself yes and it feels kind of harsh but maybe maybe it needs to be harsh in order to push someone out because maybe if it's too comfortable he doesn't have any chores to do. He can just stay there and go to school and live there as long as he wants. Maybe he'd never leave. And that's not really good either. No, it's not and good. And I know that the big explosion probably seems very negative, but ultimately I think it's going to be very positive. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I mean, change is often positive. I'm not talking about change like I lost my arm skiing. Like, you know, that's negative. But you could write a book about it, um, you know, with your offhand. Uh, But change is often... They lost their dominant hand skiing? Yeah. That should be in the title. What would you call it? What what did you say it was? I lost my arm skiing. (laughs) That you were going to write a book. (laughs) I wasn't pitching a title. (laughs) Well, in the title of the book, it should specifically say dominant hand because that's way bigger of a deal. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It is. Yeah. Well, it, it is a big deal. <laughs> I know, it is a big deal no matter what. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. But it's bigger of a deal to have lost your dominant hand because you have to relearn everything you've ever done. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. way more traumatic. Yeah, it is. It's hard. <laughs> oh, boy. This guy needs to lose his dominant hand. No, no. He just needs to move <laughs> out of his house. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's good that your parents are yelling at you. Usually it's the kid yelling at the parents, so. Maybe he needs this. I think so. Uh, I believe that there is something inside of us that makes us start to hate our parents for a brief period of time. 
uh, and it's like evolution's way or something of us uh, of us pushing ourselves away from them so that we can go probably like in in the animal kingdom would be so we can go find a mate and start you know a your family own, over there your own pack or whatever yeah um but i think there's something in us that makes us want to go fuck you mom and dad i'm out of here i gotta go you don't know anything blah 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 while they're paying your cell phone bill and your full ride to college and they bought you that freaking you know phone. nissan <laughs> Well, and the cell phone and the Black Friday cash and all that, so. What was that car all the girls had in high school? I have no the idea. Jetta. <laughs> Jetta. I felt like all the girls' families had money. They all had a white Jetta. I didn't have a Jetta, so that wasn't my life. <laughs> no, I know, but that's what it was. They all had Jettas. And I was like, Jesus, they all have these fucking Jettas. <laughs> so I'm joking. My first car was a Saturn yeah i actually really liked that car a lot yeah a lot a lot a lot Mm-hmm. that was a that was a cool guy it was red right it was like a little red saturn yep yeah another company killing it right now for black friday saturn saturn i really would like another one what yeah why <laughs> i just really liked the car i don't know why i think it it was weird no i don't know a single person that had a saturn well, that's why they're not around anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I really loved that car. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, great car. Um, so to his question, yeah, who's in the wrong? Are you being unreasonable? I don't know. Maybe, probably, maybe they are, maybe you are. Who cares? Yeah. What should you do? Leave. Yes. They want you to leave. I don't know why you don't want to leave. Get well, off the farm. Get away from those dogs. I think he thinks that whatever he's enduring there is going to be easier. Yes. And it honestly is going to be. It's going to be harder living out on his own and going to school and doing all those things and working full time. And At first, I yes, think. Yes, yes. It's going to be harder. But in the long run, it's going to be better. Yeah, And if he stays, it'll just always be bad. Mm-hmm. But at least this, he's working towards something and working towards it being the way that he wants at some point. Yeah. You, I mean, you have to have a resistance to grow, you know? So if what? It's just looking at our cute dog. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> you have to have resistance to grow. If you're exercising with small weights, you won't build big muscles. You get it. You got to have resistance to grow. Uh-huh. So you have to do something more difficult yes. to come out better on the other end. Yes. Um, yeah. I think that's it. There is a little update. Let's see. Edit. I gave up. They have the powers over my living situation. Arguing isn't worth a living hell as of right now. But when I move out, I will heavily restrict any contact until they say sorry. I, have uh, to, I think yeah, that's silly. I know. It's stupid. I talked to some family, and they all agreed that it was foul of them. Thank you for the insightful comments. I've read most of them. Um, yeah, maybe you two fought, but I can assure you, you, once you're away from your parents or whatever for a few months, you'll have forgotten about this fight and all that stuff. I and- think it's silly to hold the grudge. I mean, you're living in their house. It's time for you to move on and just be nice to your parents. Yeah, 
even though they were dicks or whatever. But it's their house. Just go and love them and go see them and visit them. See them on holidays. Yeah. You only get, you know, you only get one set of parents. Yeah, that's true. Well, he's got a stepdad, so this is actually dead too. But you know what I mean. Yeah. You only you. This is the only family you get. So. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's silly to not speak to them to hold a grudge and not speak to them till they apologize also it takes no ownership like for your own things that you've done wrong which there's no way this person has done nothing wrong no ever. but you, i mean what are you gonna I know. tell a 19 year old kid like but yes get over it move out get over it love your parents and build your own life yeah i agree and uh i honestly you don't even need to think about your parents or whatever, you'll just slowly start to forgive them and not care about this. Yeah. That's just life. You're mad at someone about something and then a little time goes on and you're like, yeah, fuck it. I just don't even care anymore. Yeah. You don't care. They're your parents. Fine. Move out. That's it. Yes. Uh, that is the podcast for today. Thank you guys for listening. Goodbye. Bye.